Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. I want to start today's show off with a quote of the day. This comes from Stuart Wilde, and it ties into the main topic of the show. He said, discovering what you really want saves endless confusion and wasted energy. I'll read that again. Discovering what you really want saves you endless confusion and wasted energy. So what is it that you really want? Do you know how to get it? Are you still trying to figure that out? If, you, if you're one of those people who hasn't, like they're still trying to get their stuff together in life, still trying to figure out your path in life, It's because you don't know what it is you really want. So you feel that confusion and wasted energy. It's like you're running around in endless circles. So do the work that it takes to find out what it is to discover what you really want in life. And that will save you endless confusion and wasted energy. I want to share with you a post that I put on Float a couple of days ago. And this has to do, uh, I posted this on New Year's Day. And it has to do with, Uh, creating resolutions versus setting goals. So here's what I wrote. I used to make resolutions, but I changed it to making goals. A resolution is too easily broken and then discarded. A goal is something that you work toward, an end point. And as long as you're moving in that direction, even if you slip up, you're on the right path. I'm going to read that again. A resolution is too easily broken and then discarded. Too, too many times when you see people set a resolution, the, the biggest one that you see is, I'm going to work out five days a week this year, whatever that may be. And then Thursday comes up and something happens. You don't get to the gym on Thursday. And it's like, crap, my resolution's already broken. But hey, at least I don't have to go work out anymore this year because I didn't keep my resolutions. Whereas if you had set a goal, an end point, instead of a, like, I want to gain 15 pounds of bulk this year, or I want to work out and lose 27 pounds. If you set that as a goal, instead of a resolution of working out five days a week, then you know that you're moving in that direction. Even if you miss a workout, even if, you know, you miss a week of workouts, you're still moving in that direction. So set goals, not resolution. I did live of my own goals that I set for the year, and I'll go ahead and share those with. Um, I have reading 12 personal development books, and I have picked out maybe seven of them that I'm going to read this year. If you've got any great suggestions for me, go ahead and share them with me on float or send me an email to ken at constructiveliberty.com. Again, ken, K-E-N, at constructiveliberty.com. Uh, The second one is to earn 10% of my income from coaching teens slash podcasting and affiliate sales. The third one is to be a guest on five separate podcasts. And then the fourth one is uh, for my construction business. And that is to uh, create a product line of greenhouses. I'm going to build some greenhouses this year and go set them on different lots around the area and sell them through a mini barn business. So kind of to, to more productize so I can put stuff out there and have the sales come in rather than going out and doing repairs. Like who wants to do floor repairs, crawling under a house and doing, you know, mold remediation and things like that. It's not fun at all. Not my version of a good time. And then last of all, and certainly not least, is to spend more time each day in my personal devotions and prayer time. That's something that I've struggled with quite a bit is to keep that up. Some days I don't even do that at all. But like I said earlier, it's a goal 
not a resolution. Like if I miss a day, it's okay. It's something that I'm working towards. The main topic of the show is narrowing your focus. Now, this comes from a question from Alan over on MeWe. And he said, my question is, how do you narrow down which opportunity to put your efforts into? My current dilemma is that I have a million ideas and a thousand opportunities and bandwidth and cash to only do two or three or one really well, if I'm honest with myself. I'm struggling to get myself focused in on the one or two that I should put my primary effort toward and especially my cash into. And I think with the current administration, I'll need to get that figured out really quickly. Do you have a podcast or a video addressing that? Well, no, I didn't. So that's what this podcast is all about. So how do you narrow your focus down when you're so scattered, you have so many talents and things that you like doing, things that you're capable of doing, and you know the opportunities are endless out there. But how do you go about narrowing in on that one thing? Well, <laughs> the only thing I can think of is to uh, tell a little story or create an imagination scene in your mind. So imagine a movie scene with 100 people in it, right? There's a hundred people in that scene at the same time. So what would happen if the director tried to highlight each and every individual or interaction that's involved in that scene? A hundred different people. So there's at least 50 different interactions going on or 37 different small groups. It'd be complete chaos because you can't focus on that many things. But a good movie director knows which actor or set of actors to focus in on. And he knows that because of the lines that the people were given. It fits the narrative of, of the overall movie. See, life is a lot the same way. You've got to focus on the things that drive the results that you want. But if you don't know what results you want or the goal that you're working towards, then you have to do the work of deciphering that before moving forward. It takes knowing your endpoint, knowing what it is that you really want in life before you can move on. And there's so many different factors, and they're going to vary for each and every one of us. So, when if you want to determine like where do I put my focus, it's going to depend a lot where you are in life. There's going to be you're going to have to consider things like your financial status. I mean, are are you set for six or eight months without bringing in an income, or do you have to generate income right now? You also need to know your big picture goals. What kind of life do you want to create for yourself? How that you're living is so important to take into consideration when you're, you're planning these things out or when you're trying to focus on one thing, like which one fits best into your overall goals, into that big picture. You know, if you're into traveling, then, then you're not going to want an office job where you have to be in, in the office five days a week. Or if you like tiny house living, then you've got to take that into consideration as well. Like if you live in a tiny house, can you, can you have a stay-at-home job or a stay-at-home office job, work remote? Or will you have to have a separate office for that? Do you like homesteading? Do you like to be around people or no people? You know, some people love having so many others around them. And, and the next person is like, I don't care if I don't see anybody for a month. I'm good. Just stay away from me. What about your family? Is, do you have family in the area or do you want to live close to family? What location of the country do you want to live? How about your time freedom, your, your job security, your financial security? You've got to take all of those things into consideration. 
So if finances aren't a worry for you, then you can take time deciding your focus. You can experiment. Go out there and try different things or, or figure out which one you enjoy the most. The first thing that I would do when determining this is like, how much time am I willing to dedicate to it? So for instance, I have $20,000 put away for this and that's going to allow me to, to uh, get by for four months on, with, you know, without generating any new income and for the business to grow. So do you, do you want to put that much time and effort into it? So determine, I will, like if you come to that point, say you have that $20,000 and you can get by for four months without having any income, but then you have, you know, a little more money or you can draw on some other resources, then you can say, all right, I'll decide what my focus will be on this date, four months from now, because I can easily live until then, you know, without any income. And then for another couple of months while I grow my business, I can, I can squeak by. So you've got to give yourself a time limit and specifics by X date, I'm going to decide on my focus. And you want to be sure that you're cut out for running your own business. So many people start their own thing and they're just like, ah, I don't want to run my own business. I just I want to be a, a freelancer or just, just work for somebody on and off. Or um, there's different ways that you can do that. But running your own business, there's a lot that goes into that. So you want to be sure you're cut out for it before you jump in. It's a real letdown when you invest all that time and money into something and then you realize it's not fun. That is not fun at all. But once you've made that decision to be your own boss, and if you're watching or listening to this, and you probably have made that decision. A lot of people I know do work for themselves in one aspect or another. Whether they have their own business but are working for one or two other people, like that's their only two um, contractors that they work for, but they're kind of employees because all of their work comes from them. Or whether you actually have your own business and you're going out and drumming up new new clients and bringing in more revenue. You know, there's so many different ways that you can start your own business. But once you've made that decision, then the real work starts. What I would do is I like to do an analysis of the skills that I possess, the market. You know, if I, if I am living in one specific geographic region, then I need to know the market in that area for the skills that I have. I need to know what skills I would need for the things that I want to start and what knowledge I have that I can implement or incorporate in that. There's, there's other ways, there's other factors in there as well, but those are probably the biggest four skills you possess definitely. And the market in the area, the two biggest, and then often depending on what we start, you got to have knowledge and extra skills. So that will take time to add to that. But on your skills possess list, you need to have four copies of that and they'll be in different order. And the first order is the, the order of skills that you're most passionate about. Like I'm good with animals. Um, I like various aspects of construction. So I could break my construction down into trim carpentry, uh, building decks, screen rooms, um, vinyl siding install, doing uh, home maintenance, things like that. Those are many different skills within construction that I could focus on. I can break down that list of skills and put them in order of what I'm most passionate about. Then next, you need to put them in order of market demand. 
Your third list is going to be in order of potential earnings. And then lastly, the last list you need is the time that it will take to maximize your, the potential for that business to grow. So there, there are some businesses where you can jump right in and be at your full potential right away, but there's not going to be a whole, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> there's not going to be a whole lot of room for growth in that area. Your next skill, you might start off slow, but there's a lot of room for vertical growth in that market. <clears throat> so you want to know those things before you jump in at, at the start. And oftentimes just writing those things down, just making those lists will give you a strong indication or feeling towards one of the ventures that you're considering, towards one of the things that, you know, you, your focus is being drawn towards. So without even going any deeper, you can often get a good sense of, you know, which area you want to dive into. But if, if that doesn't happen for you just by writing those things down, you, then you want to compare and contrast those four lists based on your personal and family goals, based on your wants and the things that you need, like the lifestyle you want to live, the, the part of the country you want to live in, uh, your family, the, all of those things play into that. As you do that, a clear winner should come out of there. Here's another thing that I, I like to ask people is when, when they're trying to figure out what to focus on, like they're not so terribly worried about the money. But it's like, I just have so many ideas and I don't know where to start. Here's one thing that you can consider. If I was going to start a YouTube channel or if you were going to start a YouTube channel, what would you focus on for that YouTube channel? You know, a good YouTube channel has one focus. They are about remote control airplanes or they are about aquaponics or microgreens or um, fast cars or even one specific fast car. You know, they're, they're very narrow in their niche. They're, they're, they're not 27 different things. They're not construction and homesteading and personal growth and, and um, mechanic work and all of the things. They're not all of the things. That's not going to be a channel that most people are going to follow because when they go to that channel, they are going for that specific area, that specific topic. So if you were going to start a YouTube channel based on your areas that you're trying to narrow down your focus on, which one would you choose to start it on? And then, you know, go with that. If, if money isn't an issue, if, if you're not worried about, you know, generating an income right away or which one it might be for that reason, then, you know, go with, go with the one you're most excited about. That's, that's often a good indication of, of the one that you'll be happiest in. That's all I've got on that. I, I hope that helps. I hope that helps you to uh, narrow your focus. If you've got 27,000 different things that you want to do, you want to try out, you're just super excited for, then try those things out. Make those lists, compare, contrast them, and go from there. I, I wish you good luck in narrowing your focus and wish lots of good things for you in 2022. With that, do good work. <laughs>